You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. Dolphins Podcast, a proud member of the Dolphin Talk Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Alex Sines and me, Scott Quiggle. Welcome to January 16th, 2023, and the Dolphin season is now over. So first, I'm going to caveat, my voice is breaking. Sounds awesome. I had a cold last week and kind of settled into my chest, so my voice is going to go in and out. So it sounds kind of cool. I like it. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was ordering, uh, trying to order coffee at a drive through this morning, uh, Better Buzz in Pacific Beach. And uh, my daughter was with me, and the lady's like, I can't understand you. <laughs> and so your daughter had to order it? So she had to order it for me. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I can understand you, so I'm sure everybody else can. All right. You just sound, you sound like, like one of those like late night um, talk show hosts. We're gonna be talking about tonight. <laughs> this was gonna happen. Anyway, boy, boy, what a game, huh? I wrote a business response to Iger's declaration that he wanted everyone back in the office four days a week, mm-hmm. right? Uh, because I'm an Azure coach and I've studied the situation, I've been part of it, and mm-hmm. um, you know, I think the uh, long story short, I think the right answer is to give people choice create the situation where some people operate better in the office and other people operate better uh, and are more productive as independent people and then, you know, uh, draw people in for special events and important things. I would base it on, I'm sorry, I would base it on results, not with people's choice because people's choice many times is not what you need, it's what they need and you need what's right for the company. That's a part of it. Yeah. But when you're dealing with professionals, empowering people mm-hmm. to Set themselves up. The right people. Right. In the right the most. Yeah, the right people. Yeah. And if you're talking about people that get hired at Disney or Apple or Google or stuff, they're already exceptional people. Because McDaniel seemed right. to empower some people yesterday that we have doubts. Yeah. Right now, so let's but. translate yeah. this into football. <laughs> oh, yeah. So my comment on social media was I wrote that and some of the hate that I got back, people like mocking what I said uh, by making up their own narrative to what I said infuriated me to no end <laughs> i'm like i didn't you know i responded to media, one man. person and i said that's not what i said at all and if you actually think that's what i said then you're a stupid moron i actually said that and then i i posted it and then i cut i disconnected yeah, and of i course. cut off all responses and i i knew that mentally i couldn't stand to uh engage any deeper than that so well i mean boy where are we scotty what what I mean, it was funny because I mentioned to you that I in this game, I went from um, let's let's hope we keep it close to, you know, my God, we're in this game. Oh, my God, we can win to wow. We just what the hell we just blew it. Yeah, we blew it. I mean, we just went through the stage of emotion mm-hmm. uh, when the game was 17, nothing. You just earlier referred to it. I think all Dolphin fans were here. We go again. 
Yeah, like that, like the Dolly Parton song. Here we go again. It, there it is. It, it just happened. What it was happening again? The total collapse. The they were gonna own us, and it didn't happen. I mean, I'm really proud of the way the team fought. At the end of the game, I was astonished at what I was watching with the time management, which you know we have said several times that time management was gonna cost us. And yeah, this his is, greatest singular greatest area of improvement, you know, has and, to be creating a well-oiled machine. Yeah, no matter who's out there. And his excuses his excuses were, you know, my coach used to say, this is back in Miami. My mm-hmm. coach always said, excuses are for you, for losers. Every loser has always excuses. And his excuses of the ref told me, oh, it was the, uh, the, the maybe the coach upstairs. I don't know. You know, I don't know. Was he? I don't even remember which. Yeah, yeah, yeah I doesn't remember which. I mean, I mean, I made a joke, and I, made, I don't mean to offend, but was he? But did he get a concussion or what the hell? Because I mean, how the hell did? How did he not know who told him that? I'm not sure who told me. Was it the coach upstairs, Frank Smith, or was it this guy, or was it the ref? Bottom line is, on that last play, we'll get into it. He got a lot of time to make that play right. Yeah, he got extra time, and anyway, he didn't. But. Anyway, it cost us. It cost us. It cost us the opportunity to win. We had no opportunity after that. Yeah, he basically killed it. I mean, I don't care about that. That fourth. So one of the things I found very tiresome in his habits over the course of the season was fourth in less than a yard or third in less than a yard, and he calls a pass play. Well, in this case, which is obviously in this case, he was in a freaking shotgun. Yeah. I mean that that part. I mean there was fourth and inches. It it was fourth and six inches. It makes zero sense. Maybe. Yeah, and there was two plays before we could have possibly challenged the spot. And again, the quarterback that, no that's back there is your third string rookie, seventh round pick quarterback. It's not Tua. Yeah, it's not your QB one. And he's no Purdy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. yeah. He's not. He's, he missed. He let so much. He, there were so many passes that could have been completed. So many, so many plays. I mean, we probably. I think the total yardage for Miami was two hundred and thirty-one yards. Let me see. I think his. I think he could have made his post-game press conference and said all of the same things that he said, but been better if he just kept continuously taking ownership. Yeah. 231 yards. Right? Total because offense. a lot of things could have happened in this game to, ma- to make it better. I mean, if Waddle had just caught 50% of the passes that he dropped, we yeah, would have but, more likely you know, scored more. You know, but, but honestly, Hondo brought, brought up this point to me that we wouldn't be here without what Waddle contribute the whole year. And he, then at the end of the game, he did make There was a another of game plays. that he kind of lost us yeah, by dropping Yeah, remember passes. that. He did. I he think did. it was the Vikings game, but I'm not. That's his one flaw in his game. But, you know, this game. What, he what, has a, a lot of drops, more drops than he should. This game, he had a couple of good catches, you know. Um, that, he had more drops than catches. But, yeah, he he had probably the same he had more drops than catches i think he had well yeah whatever it was not a bottle great game in fact it wasn't a hill i mean there wasn't a great game on offense on anybody uh we thought well i thought in order for us to keep this game competitive we needed to rush yeah and our rushing totals do you know what they were you want to know tell me uh 42 yards yeah that's pathetic 42 yards well, our total average play was like three, three point three yards per play. <laughs> I mean, it was. I mean, with Tua, we more than double that. I mean, statistically, 
not even in a wish in a wish list. That's what Tua did every time he was out there. We we our our, our yards per play was way high. This guy's three. We were three point three. We couldn't rush the ball. We we had we run block really well. I look at the we looked earlier at the the Pro Football Focus and everybody blocked well. It seemed like the whole line did pretty well on the on the pass, pass block. Line. Yeah, yeah. run block. That was a great thing to see. It was a great thing to see. I mean, it, it, all I kept thinking a is... A good sign for the future is, you know, somehow keep Armstead healthy for the better part of a season, and mm -hmm. the whole line is instantly better. Oh, yeah. And like I said earlier in the season, it's not just his own personal play, it's his leadership. He's he's a tremendous leader. Mm -hmm. He's a tremendous leader, and, and also he's, he's uh, you know, man, he's, he's just a warrior. I don't know if he has this the right term to use, but he's such an incredible human being that he well, goes McDaniel out there. Well, has called him that on the podium. I mean, he just is. He's just one of these amazing human beings that can overcome injury and just does it. I mean, and look at this game, okay? Some people, I have this philosophy about injury, especially with people like him. Some people, uh, you know, genetics or whatever have a, just a tendency to get injured more. And then other people, I think, get injured more because of the intensity of the way they play. But they also have and the he's mindset. he's the intensity man. guy. And he's got the mindset, though. If he, you think about it, because we've played the sport, you know, when we were younger, did you go 1,000% every moment of every play, like reckless, reckless abandon? Um. I would like to say yes, but probably not. No, same here. <laughs> I protected myself at times. Yeah, at times you you kind of like yeah, <clears throat> but but check I think this he's out. just one of those guys that goes a million percent but, all but the time. Let me tell you where he rated out at eighty two point four, mm -hmm. and this is a guy playing with an injury from head to toe. You know, well, let's not say head. Uh, four, uh, four yeah. injuries. Yeah, uh, Little came in at seventy nine point two. Ingold came at 76. Wilson, Jeff Wilson blocked very well, which is important. Those are the guys that are blocking those blitzes. Uh, Robert Jones came in at 72. And Hunt came in at 70. I mean, that, that line, except the guy that... And Hunt was playing right tackle for the first time this year, you know, which, I knew which he is kind well, of funny he did, he did because play. that's where we said he, we thought he should be playing it. He did very well before. Yeah. You know, I mean, he did very well. And Connor was our, our worst blocker, our pass blocker. And at 62. And that's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. And, you know, he, he, he had his hands full with some big boys that, uh, that Buffalo puts up front there. Mm -hmm. I mean, Buffalo, you know, all they those have a great guys, defensive they line. have that line, yeah. Ed Oliver. And, and I mean, it's just uh, the, the entire line. is It's just I didn't strong. see Rousseau, Rousseau out there. Rousseau was out I there. I mean, he was out there. I he didn't see there. him punishing us. Um, no, their, their defense did well, but not great. <laughs> I... I I have actually uh, some some con concern for them uh, going forward. Not I, I really care too much about what happens to them. I'm rooting against them all the time. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Rousseau was really didn't that mean he had one total tackle. And then we're going to talk about our boys, which everybody was comparing to Jordan Phillips, nine tackles, four solo. Hold uh, on. Half a not sack. Not Jordan. Uh, Jalen, I'm sorry. Big difference. Yeah, yeah. Jordan big, is a bill. Yeah, Jordan, who did not play. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> yeah, he didn't play. Well, he, former I, Dolphin. And not that he's the dominant guy, but no, he, he always he bring, contributes. He brings his A game against Miami. I'm sorry, Jalen Phillips. Mm -hmm. He had a hell of a game, man. Three quarterback hits. But you know the star for me. Yeah, his motor. Phillips was awesome. Yeah, but but the the star for me was was a gentleman named Sachs. 
Sealer. Sealer, baby. Sealer had eight tackles, uh, three solo. Um, how many sacks? Uh, no, six tackles. I'm sorry, two sacks. You know, did you see the wow. the and pregame the interview with with Wilkins and Sealer? No, I missed it. So the two of them were sitting down and they interviewed them together about how they'd become friends and how they love playing together. And even though they're like completely different people, different yeah, backgrounds, one guy different is upraising, like a, different, you know, different in every way, like two opposites. Yeah, one guy's more quiet. The other guy's more And you know, then colorful. during the game, you see Wil- Wilkins break through, you know, and contribute to that sack strip fumble and mm-hmm. sealer scoop and score on it mm-hmm. and so it was just like the tandem i know the safety blitz was in there too but, but. those three guys uh, i mean those three guys phillips uh sealer and wilkins i mean their numbers were staggering i mean it's just uh you know between the three of them uh, the core of our defensive line is is pretty awesome nine quarterback hits yeah nine quarterback hits i mean that's that's amazing you know, that really uh, – and three and a half sacks. I read a thing today wow. that said had we advanced that uh, Agba was ready to come back. He'd been cleared. I love that kid. How I'm interesting so, it would have been. I, I would have loved to have Agba. But, you know, the guy that only had one sack, uh, uh, Chubb, I heard – and he, he basically well, – you could see the cast on his hand. Yeah, but I also heard he was he had a high ankle sprain. Huh. Yeah, I, he was dealing with another injury too. I yeah. mean, it, just for him to be out there, yeah, it's so amazing. With that, yeah. So the those pain. are things that the the average was, fans. Uh, they said he was on a limited uh, pitch count. Yeah, average fans don't really realize. Uh, I mean, I've had ankle sprains, I've yeah. had, and I've had so have an high ankle sprain. Yep. From playing my days at, at at basketball, and it it's 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 this it's a disaster. I mean, you can't play, you can't, you don't have any lateral movement. If he taped that up and he got that out and he still got a sack, I mean that's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. Uh, but look, overall in the game, I I I I wanted us to do two things, uh, and I wrote this to you and we spoke about it. Is is to have heart and be smart. Yeah, and we I, had heart. I think the heart thing was quest. Uh, <clears> there wasn't question. a player out there that didn't sell out. I was worried about X earlier in the game, and even he. Locked up. Dude, I gotta say up. something. I know yeah. nobody everybody talks about that great interception they say he made. Okay, he was underthrown. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. He was back there. He got it. But it looked like I thought my TV had broken into some slow motion mode when he got that interception. I've never seen a guy get an interception. It looked like he was just like like walking in almost. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Then then he turned it on, but it was a weird and that that was a weird thing. Did you notice that? I didn't really lock in with me. He he caught the interception and then he seems to like be nonchalant about it. Like, okay, I don't know what I'm going to well, do. Well, I didn't right like now. the way he was holding the ball. Oh, my God. That was the, the worst. initial way he was but running, that's he was what like I'm saying. holding everything, it out like Everything this. was like, nonchalant. Like, here, come, come take it from it me. It was like I was watching it in slow motion. I'm like, okay, now someone, sooner or later, some some uh, riffraff Bill is going to show up. And, and just whack, whack his arm. Whack his arm. They're going to get the ball back first down. Yeah. But thank God it didn't. But, he, <laughs> but about 15 yards into that return, he tucked it in. Yeah, it was it was so. weird. The whole thing that, but I'm glad he got that, and I'm I'm glad that our our defense got interceptions because I mean our defense through the year, the entire year had 14. We got 18 percent of our interceptions in this game. I know of our turnovers. 18. I know where has it been all season? No, no, but think about it. Our entire year, literally 18 percent of all our our turnovers were in this game, and not to mention that another concern of ours was special team. 
and, and, and our special team outplayed them. Uh, yeah, all game. I mean, that we were scared of Naheem, okay. Naheem Hines because of what he did last week, and, and, and we totally and he, shut him down. He had one that he almost got out. We got one him. One of the reasons yeah. we shut him down was because Sanders was kicking out of the end zone every time. It was brilliant. Where was that all year? Exactly. That's another guy. That's another guy. Sanders was right there. When you talk about special teams, our punter, like always, I mean, we t- we, we gave we gave our, our punter uh, props last week, but honestly, this guy is amazing. He really inside the twenty again, kicking the ball, changing the field. Uh, Sanders has been automatic for two games now in a row. After we made were, every kick, we, you know, and they were like, "That's what you there want." There was one that was disputable. That that was a little scary. Uh, it's not disputable, True. but it was like not I was, disputable. <laughs> yeah, it was scary, man. It scared yeah. the she's out of me. Yep. But uh, the other were like straight splitting the the uprights. I mean, it was like no doubt. I had no stress. The minute I saw the kid go up. No stress. The other one was like, Ew. but anyway, he made them all. And then how about Mr. Cedric Wilson? Who had been mostly a nobody. Okay, let me year. ask you, let me ask you this. How many how many special plays, how many punt returns have you seen this year that you can recall? That one. You, this is it. Yeah. I don't remember any other one. <laughs> me either. I mean, this is crazy. So here we are in a team that has all year long. Hasn't given us anything special on special team. Has had a, a kicker that has been suspect at best, and and now in a defense that's not doesn't create any turnovers, and we get seven sacks, three turnovers, one touchdown by the defense, one great field position. We control the other team. All those aspects were great, and our offense, I think for the most part, McDaniel called a very good game. For the most for the part. most part, but he made a couple of crucial errors. The the, the time management. The and time management. Calling that pass play on your own 20-yard line with the two or – I couldn't tell whether it was two deep or three deep safeties. Oh, and the interception? Yeah. Oh, gosh. What a terrible call. We gave you, – you know, you don't, you don't want to That was give. another feed, unfeed, you know, hill or somebody like that. The ball 10, 11, 12 yards down the, uh, down the field on a crossing where he has momentum and then he has the potential to get the first down. But, but throwing it to the first down on the sideline with the, the, the defense that was set up out there is a, a play call you don't make as and, an OC. And that, and that other fourth and six when he was when he was going for it and he threw the long pass and they called the timeout and then he changed his mind. Uh, I That long pass, uh, you know, I was shocked. Why not try to get the first down? You know, I forgot to mention it in the last podcast. We did bring up Izukama. But we didn't really dig. I, I was hoping that our secret weapon in this game, Would have the been thing him. the Bills had never seen before, was Izukama. Especially since because he has a relationship with Skyler already. We, we at least we yeah. saw it in the preseason. Well, yeah, it's a long time ago. Well, now. And, and this year he's got one reception, three yards. Yeah, I know from him. Yeah. But look, Scotty, when the game started, we, it was the biggest underdog in the history of the wildcard era. But that's a big kid who could have jumped yeah, for no, a ball. He could have, yeah, of course, yeah. but it didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, we were the biggest underdogs in the history of the wildcard era. We had lost our last playoff games 80 to 20. Yeah. I mean, we have been a joke for a long time. We showed up and we played. I'll tell you what the bottom line is, and we could dive into whatever you part of this game that you want, is that we're a team that doesn't know how to win. That's it. We, we, we are not a bad team. We're not. We are a team that has the heart. We don't quite have the smarts yet. Because we showed it. I mean, we do stupid things here and there, especially on offense. And our defense, as much as they did well, our defense still gave up, you know, 431 yards. Still gave up. 
Yeah, they gave us more turnovers. They gave us a score. Yeah. They played better th- in one way than they had all season. But, you know, before the end true. Of the, before the end of the first half, our defense would have held them. It would have been awesome to walk in 17-17. Yes. Instead, they would – I mean, would, I was expecting that we were, and then, of course, boom, boom, boom. They, less than 30 seconds, our defense gives up the, the field goal. It was like boom, boom, boom. They, yeah, down the field, they get it. Uh, when we took the lead on the strip sack, they came right back and scored on us. Yes. And, again, that's been the history of this defense. As much as we could say, well, look, they did great. They, they slowed down Buffalo to 34 points. Yeah, that's not really a slowdown. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so uh, you know, when you look at what, you know, the Jets did to them, that you know, they, teams with better defenses apparently than us, they just slow them down a little bit better than, than we did. And that's the problem. Mm. We needed to have a defense that does that, and, and we didn't do it. And, but our offense did put up 24 points, which is impressive. With a third-string With a third-string quarterback. quarterback. Yeah. And leaving a lot on the table because we saw several plays that he could have easily hit guys down the field and yeah. he chose the underneath stuff. <clears throat> Here's another thing he I don't understand yeah. that wasn't intentionally coached into Skyler because if you go back and watch Skyler's Kansas State play, he runs the ball a lot. And there were... A, a ton of rollouts or pressure situations where he had to get out of the pocket where he could have taken off and gotten five, five six, six, seven yards, yards easy yeah, make, make it if easy. he just made the commitment. But he just constantly sort of slow steps and keeps looking and keeps pumping and keeps looking, keeps pumping instead of committing to the run to get those six or seven yards, even with a slide where he doesn't take a hit. Yeah, it was weird because there was one in particular that who could have easily uh, – or maybe – it would have, he would have one guy down the field, but it would it it looked like he had ten yards right ahead of him, uh-huh. easy, easy. Yeah, and he didn't take it through the passing complete. We punted. Yeah, yeah. It's, so it's a problem. Why didn't he? Why wasn't he coached to just take off? Look, if I, your one, two, three looks aren't there, <laughs> run it. And another thing that I'm gonna if there's space in front of you, and I'm I don't, I'm not gonna use it as if an there's not space in front of you, throw it away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, which he did. You know. He did he, that too. He did, but he yeah. also, you know, he completed twenty whatever, twenty three pass of forty five. I mean, it just it was a bad day. It was that day, bad day of the farm. <laughs> but the guy had, uh, you know, he I admired also his grid. He got hit hard. Yeah, he was getting hit hard. Maybe that's why he times. wasn't running the ball. He's like, oh well. shit. But maybe the I, one time he was running towards the sideline, he just sort of stopped running to get out of bounds and got blasted. Yeah, had yeah. he just streaked towards out of bounds, he yeah, wouldn't that, have got hit. Yeah, that, that, but look, the refs, the refs sucked yesterday. Okay, Again. and I, and I know that, and I understand that the refs in the NFL, I believe they have an agenda. That <laughs> the agenda is get the sexy teams in, and we weren't a sexy team without Tua. Yeah, it's just the facts. Mm-hmm. Okay, this quarterback is not sexy at all. He's not going to be. Nobody's going to go. Wow, we can't wait to play Kansas City or whatever. Right, with with this guy, and most likely Tua wasn't going to come back. The NFL. We're probably going to see to that too, so they wanted the Buffalo in there. But did you was... watch the Fox uh, NFL wildcard housewives joke video? Oh yeah, they didn't even put they didn't even put the Dolphins in. Right, Miami wasn't in it. Well, because we we kind of how ha- could that be? How could no. you write a joke series like that? You could have been funny. I saw somebody post a response and I had to cheat. Yeah, and steal like it. We, we could have was... come up in the wheelchair. Yeah, 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 that, uh, yeah. That the Dolphins' uh, housewife could have been on crutches or in a wheelchair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it would have been funny. 
Okay, but the the referees yesterday, uh, the entire game it seemed to me like there were some. First of all, uh, Philip was getting held almost on every single play. Some of them were gruesome. They were like grabs from behind. Exactly. And I would be yeah, Take standing downs. up and yelling. Takedowns. Yeah. Philip yep. was having a hell of a game. Yep. But again, he was being held left and right. Uh, and when you see the disparity in the in the total uh, penalties, Buffalo somehow committed two penalties. One blatant jump when they jumped offside yeah. that they couldn't avoid it. And then one pass interference where the guy was held and tackled almost. And, of course, they call that one. But they didn't call the Gasecki one at the end of the game that yeah. clearly he was the guy got there early. Mm-hmm. They didn't call the helmet to helmet on Ahmed. That uh, uh, still amazes me at this th- th- point. That was amazing. There, 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 all this hypocrisy about protecting players, mm-hmm. and yet on a, on a, a player gets un- defenseless. He gets the guy leads with the crown, hits him in the face. Those nothing. are two separate penalties, by the way. Yeah, they are helmet to Correct. helmet and hitting a, a defenseless receiver. They could have picked one or two. Yeah, I mean, pick one or, bo- or both. I don't care. And it but was none. blatant. But yeah, but, but it was it, obvious. And and then the spotting of the ball consistently. I mean, it was like. We could argue, and we we all, you know, you look at the the the, the Ahmed, the, the first of all, the Waddle and late in the game, that looked like it, that was one yard off, mm-hmm. but we couldn't challenge. We had no timeouts. Right. Ahmed's run. There's so so many videos out there showing that he had a first touchdown. down. Oh, I thought you were gonna say no, the no, when he had the first yeah. down. Oh yeah, yeah. And and they didn't call it. And then when when uh, when these guys were trying to kill the clock at the end, mm-hmm. not that it mattered. Then it was we we're gonna probably lose 100 percent there by then, but. But they, they get the ball, and then there's a blatant hold, I think, on Riley. I mean, there's just – the guy's like on a choke hold yeah. in front of the ref. No, yeah. no calls, no holding. Yeah, they just wanted the game to be over. Yeah, they well, they had their, their, their agenda, agenda was met. It was yeah. met, okay? Yeah. But it, throughout the game – Look, there's holding on every play. When it's blatant, really? when it affects yeah. the play, they got to call it. Right, and when it's super blatant, when we are in our TV and we mm-hmm. could see a big old fat lineman – Wrap somebody up from behind with both arms and around them, and and w- whether it's a tackle or just or hold them or yeah. whatever, yeah. it's so blatant, it's so obvious that how can you not throw the flag? I don't know what they have against Phillips, man, but uh, when you would see him stand up so many times with his arms out, going like, "What? Yeah, why?" Well, I saw him John with a ref one time. Yeah, because he, you know, I mean, the kid is bawling out and. These guys and are they're illegally cheating like they're mad. cheating like mad, and, they're and not, there's and no I, no repercussions for zero. It. So uh, the referees, I would cheat like mad too. I mean, and then, and then <laughs> if it comes they're not out, throwing the flag, exactly. Yeah, and, and then the, you know the, the 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 whole thing with the first down late in the game, that whole thing with uh, McDaniel. Um, but what I'm talking about is the the very end when it was fourth and half a yard, and McDaniel said the refs told him it was a first down. I mean, do you believe that story? Yeah, the press conference. The well, I believe that there was confusion. Oh hell, that's he, what he, I he, believe. I, he was still confused at the press conference. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was like, I don't know so, if it was a ref or upstairs. I'm not sure. I think we, we talked about it before, yeah. but it's still, I I, 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 that concerns me. That, that, that to me was the biggest problem in the game. Well, again, that. if we're looking at the off season now, are we mm-hmm. done talking about the game? Is uh, there any, any other points you want to make uh, about the game? Let me see. Uh, a few players yeah, actually, that you want to call out. I want actually, to call out Cater Kohu because, once again, this kid was awesome. I mean, it was his great defensive play tip that led to our second interception. Holland was happened to be right there, you know. You know, actually. I think Riley played well. I don't know where you want to put this thing in there, but, we you know, with eight minutes left and 41 seconds, the score was Buffalo 
34, Miami 31. Mm-hmm. It was fourth and six. And that's we were at our own 38-yard line, and that's when we threw that, that long pass, and Buffalo called the timeout, and then we punted. With that score the way it was, and with that time left, I thought it was one of those times. I love McDaniel being aggressive, but again, those things... Sometimes he call, he's aggressive in the wrong place. That's We've scared, called that out several times. That, that scared the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. And and people say, well, he changed his mind. No, he didn't change his mind. Now he thought he was going to catch them and surprise them. Yeah, that's my opinion. And and when well, when, there was, when they called there the were two times in the game them. where he forced them to call a timeout. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So which that, was good coaching, by the way. And and I, I believe this wasn't trying to force a timeout. I think he was trying to really catch them off guard. Okay. And and it Either didn't way, work. It didn't work. They called the timeout, and we didn't connect on the play anyway. We forced him to spend a, a timeout, so that's still a success. It was a success. And then he punted because he, he knew that they were going to be aware, and he said, mm-hmm. okay, let's punt on this, and, and went there. So I, overall, I think McDaniel did a great job. I don't want to point anything more on this game. I, I mean, I got lots of notes here, but bottom well, line I, is I want to do a fan close, complaint. Man. Okay, tell me. Okay, so <laughs> – I guess I didn't plan my personal situation very well, mm-hmm. but here here it is. It's uh, fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. There's four minutes left in the game. The oh. Dolphins are down three points. They're, they've got the ball. They're driving past the 50-yard line, and my daughter's standing next to me. Dad, I need to go to work now. <laughs> I need to go to work right now. I'm not, I, And I'm like, where is your mom? <laughs> She told you that she was taking, you know, your son and and his friend somewhere. Dude, why did you just Uber her? Man? <clears throat> you 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 McDaniel, you froze in the big moment, man. Yeah, you should have just Uber said, okay, so okay. Honey, I missed the last four minutes of the game live. I had to drive her to work, drive back, and then collect myself. Well, and your then heart probably hit, hit rewind well. and watch it. So well, maybe not because you all. I knew what the out result the was yeah. already, but yeah. Yeah, that sucked. That uh, playoffs, uh, the whole situation. It's the playoffs. It's one and done. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's Buffalo. I hate Buffalo. You know, I have so many bad experiences and good ones from but, from when I lived up there and went to all those games. And but Scott, do you think that we've closed the gap on Buffalo? Yes, I think so too. I don't think it's as close. I think they as, were a hair away. We, I don't think we're a hair away. I think we still don't know how to win. They they know how to win, and that's a big problem. Number one. Well, uh, I, I will change that perspective from my opinion. Okay. I think we're just a little too mistake prone. Okay. We, to well, win. if you look at our you last. You can call it don't know how to win. If you I look call at our, it we make too many mistakes. Okay. You look at our last eight games. Yeah. yeah. We, we don't know how to win. You, you can't you can't lose seven <clears> out of eight. Some of them are coaching mistakes. Some of them are play calling well, mistakes. Some of them are okay, scheme fine, mistakes. Some fine. of them are player mistakes. And they're all what? Loss. So yeah, yeah. again, when you lose seven out of eight, you don't know how to win. Okay, I saw. Did you see this symmetrical season post? No, it's perfect symmetry. Three and zero, zero and three, five and zero, zero and five, one and zero, zero and one. It's it's sad. Yeah. Uh, but but look, uh, we we lost. I guess we played the Bills three times, and we were basically outscored by four points in all the games. Totally. You know, we yeah. put all the scores together. They yeah. outscored us by four. That's how close we are. And but statistically. Oh, the statistics are massively are off. massively on their side. Even when we won in Miami. Remember in, those statistics? In, in, yeah, but including, but Scott, including the statistics that matters. This game was a slaughter, too. Yeah. If you look at the statistics. Okay? Right. But the, mo- the most important one, two to one. 
again, they they know how to win. They are. We need to get to that level that we when the game is close, we're not going to start you know running out of time and, and penalties and all this thing. That we say, hey, now is our time to shine. And I believe the leadership of Tua, this would not have happened. That's what I think. I don't think Tua would have allowed this kind of behavior. They they would have been more s smoother. It would have been better. And but I still think Tua was part of those losses before. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there's a the, that's a entire team. Uh, we need to for learn sure. You can hang the Green Bay loss on Tua. Yeah, we and and and. And I think I hang um, the Chargers loss on coaching San Francisco. Yeah, we talked about that yeah. San Francisco, all that. But I think that that's a big issue that we need to overcome. And McDaniel, you need to do a, a check, young man. I mean, I, I think I think biting biting the. So if he's an angelist, like I always picture him as he's going to do a giant retrospective and deep dive and identify and circle all those places that he personally needs to improve and, and work on the continuous improvement. And so well, how you do that in terms of discipline is, I don't think, an easy answer. That's but really how hard. you do that in terms of uh, creating timing is just running drills to make yourself super efficient at the combination of defensive read, what defense do they have out there, send the play call in, uh, so know, you get out of the huddle and execute quickly. Here's the thing that I teach my daughter. Here's a metaphor about driving, right? Because she's get, about to get her license, mm -hmm. you know. And I said one of the most important things when you're driving is to always be thinking about what's next and what the and, other guys and are doing. looking forward, mm -hmm. right? So yes. there's indicators like are there brake lights on ahead of you? Then you can take your foot off the gas or slow down. But it's like where am I going to turn? So plan for what lane you're in and you know what the flow is of the traffic around it and the speed of the traffic and everything. It's like Steps ahead. I think footballs are like that, too. It if is. I'm an offensive coordinator, I've got three plays, the next three plays planned out. And then I listen to the person talking in my ear and say, oh, they've changed their defense. They're looking like a two-deep safety zone mm -hmm. or something. Or they're coming up and they're going to play man. Then I'm adjusting my next three plays yes. plan. And I've always got something ready, Alex. I've always got the next play. If it's this, then it's this, and if it's that, then it's that. Yeah, and like a chess game. Exactly. Yeah, you're always and anticipating. So your job as a as a coach, a head coach, coordinator, who's all, both, mm -hmm. is to always have the next thing ready instantly. Okay, but but here's a, don't be making, uh, don't be looking at your freaking play sheet trying to figure out what to do while the while the uh, play clock is ticking down. But here, here's the point. Uh, Moving forward, is he still going to be our coach? That is, I still. First of all, he's going to be our coach. People, please don't start this he's thing about not firing. Be fired. That's ridiculous. That's absurd. He 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 had a learning, a lot of learning curve to go through. Actually, but, I don't think anybody's going to be fired. Yeah, I do. I know we disagree. You think Boyer's going to go? Boyer's going to go. I think he's going to stay. I don't. I I don't. I think the only people that are going to leave this coaching staff are people that are going to leave for other jobs. No, Boyer, Boyer's gone. Boyer's gone. Do you think so? Yeah. I don't think this game was enough to save him. <clears throat> I mean, we still gave up 34 points. I, I don't Everybody's wanna... looking at it like he stopped the Bills, So dude. If, if it's my decision, then pro I'm looking at the other options. How can we improve? Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to bring in somebody, that, like you suggested earlier, Fangio or somebody like that, that could bring in a system that would represent an improvement. And it will happen. Right? Yes. I mean, we have but talent. I'm looking at this team. I'm looking at our front office. I'm looking at our owner. I don't think they're going to fire anybody. Well, I do. I but... think we're going to come back. And we're going to have the same 
again, the same exact staff that we have now, except for people who leave for promotion. You know what's happening else. in Miami? We've accepted mediocrity. Because Sertain is leaving. Look, look, we have accepted mediocrity, and that and that's something that I don't think. Uh, I don't believe McDaniel and, and Tua and the rest of our, our guys in there, but our fan base, I mean, we have a bunch of fans that uh, I hear today uh, everywhere, well, our defense played really well. Okay, again, 34 points. Okay, oh, well, our team had a successful season, 9-9. Nine and nine. Yeah, how's that? How do you define that as successful? I okay. guess if your definition is... Hey. We made the playoffs. Okay, well, if, that, if that's it, we made the playoffs and we almost beat the Bills and <clears throat> we gave them the game at the end. Uh, th- there's a lot of improvement, but we're getting better. And we're, we're a better team today, I think, than we were, you know, obviously three years ago. It's, yes, well, three years ago for sure. Yeah. So but you're looking at the previous year, previous thing, right? And here's the here's the thing. We got way better at offense and we declined at defense. Yes. And it's and we declined in special teams overall, even though the We play reflected our head good. coach. Yeah, yeah. Basically, our 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 head coach. And is, so, are you know, we really a, better overall? I think we are because we have more hope. I think we have better players. Look, yeah. uh, I mean, look at the All Pros. Okay. Yes. When you look at the All Pros, in we have the more. Uh, who do we have? No, I mean, really, uh, like like NFL All Pros, like the for both leagues. When you look at the All Pro team, like those are like the best players in the NFL. Uh, we have Tariq Hill. A wide receiver. That's it. That, that that so we have one player that made the entire Pro Bowl that you could not Pro Bowl but the All Pro team. The All Pro team. The All Pro team. But the one that 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 irks me. Waddle's it, only a hair away from making it. No, he not not has really. Has a few less drops. Not really. Look at these wide receivers, man. Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams. It's great that we have one wide receiver in there. Yeah. I mean, to have two will be. It's a big luxury. These are the three best receivers in the NFL. Yeah. But when you look at the best safeties in the NFL, <laughs> well, I'll tell you the, the most important one, Minka Fitzpatrick. Yeah. And, and, and Thank you, Flores. And that was Flores, man. Yeah. But that, that's it. So when you look at that, you realize that this team had been short and talent today because we already gave him up, right, or whatever. We traded him, and mm-hmm. we know how that turned out. But we, we did improve this year. We got one all pro player on our team. We we would have had zero the year before. Yeah. And the year before. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Because Minka was gone. So this really shows Let me that. Let ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Had Tua not gotten hurt and he played all 17 games, would he would have been all pro? No. No, because there's only one quarterback and that's, that was Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. There's no way I'm putting Tua above him. If he had more yards, more touchdowns, no, it, it, it doesn't better matter. quarterback he got, rating. He got the most votes. He's they, they may even make the All Pro, the 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 the, the, the other the Pro Bowl. Okay. The All Pro. No, this is the NFL's first team, and and no, I don't. I wouldn't put him above him, but you know that's that shows you our team is better. Our team has gotten better, uh, better talent, better talent than in so many our our offensive line. I gave you those numbers. This is in a playoff game against a Buffalo team that everybody claims has this great defense, and mm-hmm. we did pretty well. Now, yeah, we, we couldn't did. run block. Which is a little bit of a mystery. But we had our best running back out. Yes. Q- uh, RB1. QB1 out, RB1 out. But most yeah. was running the ball like a madman. Possessed. He was. Mm-hmm. And I think he would have made a big difference, and I think he would have gotten those first downs at the end of the game. But anyway, yeah, whatever. I do too. Yeah, but so looking forward, I, th- I, I just hope McDaniel – Get some help calling the plays 
because he, he he did well, but he didn't. He wasn't exceptional. He needs to improve his process, mature it, become really efficient at it because he's not there and the, right and, now. And and get this team to be more disciplined. Yeah. Uh, that that less penalties. Less penalties, discipline. and we 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 shore those two things up, and get a defensive coordinator in, which I believe we will. We'll okay. talk about it. We'll get get All a right. defensive coordinator in. I think our special team coach may have saved this job with his last performance. He may have. I mean, you know. <clears throat> he hasn't been terrible in the past. Really, it's just this season it has been pretty dismal. Yeah, it was pretty dismal. Yeah. But uh, so I think that those are – and then our offensive line, I think, uh, you know, get a, get get another guy in there, get another left. When I was trying to remember his name, right was it last episode Frank Smith? or two episodes? No, Danny Crossman. Oh, or, or, oh, I kept okay. saying it's like crossing, but it's not crossing. <laughs> I was so close. Yeah. My poor old brain. So uh, our next episode, I don't know when it's going to be because, you know, we need to let uh, let the season play out, see where some of the coaches go. You know, as a result of the vacancies, things like that across the NFL. And then uh, once the Super Bowl <laughs> gets played, <clears throat> it's really about what are the free agents, who's getting re-signed by their own teams versus oh, Scott, who's going to be on the market. What we're, what are we going to do with a 28? <laughs> yeah. Why are you laughing? Because when you said that, that's the same thing you said last year, and then they fire Flores like the next day. <laughs> they were not firing. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's just kept, I kept thinking of you going, well, you know, what are I going to have? Oh, okay, Flores just got fired. What? And then, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, we know. had to do an emergency episode yeah, we have an when emergency that happened. Episode. We're like, what the hell just happened? How, yeah. how did, you know, I ne- we all, nobody saw that coming. But I, I don't see this happening. I mean, yeah. It's just, it's just yeah. funny to me because it was like I had a deja vu. Two winning seasons in a row. You just didn't expect it as a result of leadership, you know? Exactly. Uh, the last thing you expected, but anyway. But that was a closed door thing. But we didn't know, know how bad the relationships were behind closed oh, doors. Oh well, we knew. Yeah, yeah. We, we've covered that about this yeah. guy. But uh, overall, Scotty, I mean, I really believe that our team is better. I don't think we this team. I want to put this as a huge success season. I think it was a no. growing season. It was yes. one of those things like, like you know, my, the best metaphor I could use. We, you know, when you're working out your body and it hurts. But you know you're getting stronger. Right. That's where we are. We're not strong yet. Yep. And next year. Would, Good metaphor. Yeah. I think next year we'll, we'll get there. We're Especially if we can keep our guys upright. You know who we're talking about. Yeah, that's a big thing. <laughs> that's a huge thing. <laughs> that's a big one, that's man. The glare, that's that the happens, elephant in the room, dude. That, Cliche that, it. That happens, man. We are, we are going to be a dangerous team, especially for Buffalo. Yep. Uh, one of the things I'm looking forward to talking to also is what do we do with our running back situations? We, we have one. We have z- well, we got to do more than just draft one because right at this moment we have zero running backs under contract. Yeah, no, Not we'll talk one. about all those things. We'll, we'll, we, we no backfield. Ha- we're gonna draft and we're gonna uh, we're gonna get some guys that are out there and we're gonna get some <clears throat> probably a good free agent somewhere. I mean, I think McDaniel knows how to pick backs and we saw it this year. Yeah, so, that'll I, be a really interesting thing. To it'll see. be great. It'll be awesome, yeah. man. But hey, man, it's been a fun season. I'm, I'm glad that we were season five wrap. This is what this episode is. It's We've awesome, been doing man. this for five years. It's awesome. Five man. full years. It's awesome. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. I really, I have a great appreciation for this time that we spent together, and and the fact that uh, we get to talk about the the team we love, man. So yeah. five or six weeks from now, probably be a good gap before our next episode, unless something crazy happens. Please come back. <laughs> Please follow us on social media. We need to uh, grow grow that a little bit if we're going to expand the podcast at all. Uh, you got it, bro. We always talk about getting guests. Uh, we still have the opportunity to bring in the author of um, 
72. 17 and 0. 17 and 0. You got to read that book? Yeah, that's on my agenda. All right. All right, brother. Three, two, one, go, go Dolphins. Dolphins. Two Old Dolphins Podcast is proud to be a member of the Dolphins Talk Podcast Network. In addition to our website at twooldolphans.com, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play, we can also be found at dolphinstalk.com. We have a sponsor we'd like to thank, Sawbox Music Company, makers of eclectic stringed instruments, boutique tube amplifiers, and custom portable music devices. Check them out at sawboxguitars.com. That's S-A-W-B-O-X-G-U-I-T-A-R-S.com. Or find them on Facebook. You can reach out to us through our website and email address that's there. Or find us on Twitter where we're very active. Uh, we have an Instagram account that we post to occasionally and uh, a Facebook page. Our podcast contains the music of two bands. We'd like to thank the original Tartanic drum and bagpipe champions. You can find their music and more at tartanic.net. A huge shout out to Rick DeJesus and the boys of Adelitas Way. Can't thank them enough for allowing us to use their kick-ass rock in our podcast. You can find them everywhere. Amazon, Apple, Facebook, Spotify. And make sure to catch them when they're touring because they are the best.